Welcome to Soul Talk, a podcast founded and created by Monica Ramirez, the warrior of love. Soul Talk was created in 2020 when a pandemic hit and we were in lockdown. She wanted to have exciting conversations with open-minded people so they could understand different aspects of herself and she could help others in the same way. She interviews healers, coaches, therapists, psychics, readers, channelers, mediums, intellectuals, poets, artists, and more. She calls it Soul Talk because it started as a conversation from soul to soul. Hi everyone, this is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, and thank you for being back in Soul Talk. And today we have a very special friend for me, and uh, he has helped me tremendously with my podcast and finding my genius. His name is Braden Ricketts, and today he's going to be telling us a little bit about what he do, because you might be inter- really interested to listen to this podcast, because you might wake up your own genius too in this one. If not, you can get a hold of him. Brayden, thank you for being here. I, I really appreciate that you, you make the time. <laughs> it's it's my honor. Uh, it, I'm honored to be here. Uh, your show is a beautiful creation. Uh, I've really enjoyed working with you uh, from the time you brought your show to us to work with you uh, to now we're in, may I say, Puerto Vallarta uh, Content Creation Retreat. We spent a whole week, Monica has been leading meditations, which has gotten us into the zone of creation so that we can create content while we're here uh, in this beautiful, beautiful resort. Thank you. Tell us a little bit, what is what do you do? I know you're a content consultant. But you're way more than that. So let us know. Yeah. So um, with Amplify You, which is the podcast management company, my official title is podcast coach. Um, Somebody here this week made a great statement. They say, I'm an idea consultant. (laughs) So I support podcasters or any business operators go from idea to iTunes. We use podcasting as our vehicle of sharing the mission and vision of our business so that we're attracting an audience rather than using distraction marketing. We're using podcasting, which is an attraction tool. My work is to support people in clarifying what it is their mission for their audience members so that the content that they're creating with their podcast is leading their audience members on a journey of discovery of who they are, what business they're in, and how it will support them so that they become those action-taking audience members. Hmm. How do you discover the genius of each person? I, I know everybody have their genius. Yeah. And some of them, they might know it, they might intuit, but they need focus because there are too many, many, in the creative minds, we all have so many ideas who can we can become or who we are, or what is passion us. But how do you have a unique way to discover that in all of us? And we're right now, many of our podcasters, and you can see the magic yeah. happening here. How do you focus them in to discover that genius? So I would say I don't focus anybody. I focus me. I'm super curious about you and what drives your curiosity. So my curiosity is about your passions and what it is you want to do in this world, how you want to make change. So I follow my curiosity and ask questions from you about what do you want your audience members to receive? How will they benefit from the content that you're sharing? And I find through my curiosity and inquisitiveness, you're gaining clarity because you're being asked questions you don't normally ask yourself, right? When we're in a creation phase, we are often wondering what our audience members 
are going to hear from us, rather what is driving our intention and our purpose for sharing that information. So I help flip it back to you. What's important for you to share? Because it's your message that you're called to share that the audience members will really attach to. When you come from a space of what do people want to hear? I have to give it to them. It's not going to have that power, that roots or that authenticity to it. You're trying to meet people somewhere where they already are. Whereas if you come from your interest and your passions, people are going to come join you where you are. Hmm. That is very interesting. It's like be unique. Completely. And you have mentioned that you also uh, work with artists before. And that's another of my passions. And I would like to know, how do you work with artists before? So from an early age, I was obsessed with music, but not on a talent side. <laughs> I just enjoyed music. And I came across some musicians who created songs that I felt were actually touched me in a spiritual way. And I felt like they had missions or they had, um, they had a message that they wanted to share. And so I felt like part of my purpose or intention could be to help them spread those loving messages, those words of encouragement on a grander scale. So rather than being a musician myself, I got into the business side of things in artist management. I wanted to work with musicians that had a great message to share um, obtain global status. We would do tour coordination and help musicians get booked on stages around the world. Hmm. So you don't only focus them in getting their genius or their message out, not only to artists, to any creative people, because any podcast is a creative people. We have to be creating constantly, not only content is what our message is going to be. And you focus on, uh, on them in that area, but also artists. How do you directly more work with them? In what way? I'm, cur I'm curious now <laughs> myself that to get that part of them, to asking them questions, but what, what are the basic questions that actually you ask to get that? Because not everybody has a clear idea. Right. What, they, what do they want to be or what do they want? Yeah. So often when people come to us, they already have an idea. I like to dig deeper into that idea. I want to know how, first of all, they started the business they had. What was the drive to getting this business off the ground and running? What is their main intention and purpose for serving their audience? What gifts do they feel like they're bringing that will alleviate a problem or concern for the people that they're serving as far as audience members, clients, the world? What questions do I particularly ask? Mm -hmm. Well, what impact do you want to have in the world, of course, is one of my favorites. Um, another one is, of course, now that we're talking about this, they've all escaped my mind, right? I feel like when I'm working with individuals in a creative space, we tend to get into a flow of conversation and I'll ask questions that I didn't know I had. And Part of that, I believe, is that before jumping on a call with a client, I'll do a quick grounding and I'll center myself and I'll ask whatever needs to come through, whatever this person, whatever is going to take this conversation to the next level, let's have that conversation. So I feel like once we're in that moment, we get into a brainstorming creative vortex where we start sharing ideas back and forth and the clarity that's coming, I'll throw some words out there, I'll hear the, the person I'm working with will share part of their passion, part of their interest, 
and I'll have a, I'm a, I think I'm a visual thinker. So I'll have an image. And as I try to describe that image with an analogy, there's like a, a moment where it clicks for the person I'm talking to. They're like, oh, yes, that reminds me. I really like doing this part of it. And that sends us in a whole new trajectory, which helps clarify and refine the main intention of the content they're creating. Hmm. This takes me to think, because so talk, we are having a, a lot of people that might be interested in podcasting or they're already podcasting, but it runs also with the spiritual people. The majority of my viewers are spiritual people and they're connected in one way or the other in this, in their, in their mission of life. Right. But what have you been doing is you're open the Akashic Records, basically, to them. Mm. You, uh, to have the visions, how you're visioning them and so forth. You're opening the Akashic Records. Mm. So then you discover a lot of their genius just uh, using them at your conscience when you're doing it. Or do you just discover it? Am I consciously using the Akashic Records? Because Yeah, because you're doing it. Más o menos. So <laughs> I did take an Akashic Records uh, training program. And have practiced. And I don't necessarily do an official Akashic Records reading on a call with clients. But prior to opening the call with the clients, I will open myself to being accessible to those records. So, yes. Yes, I, I can see totally that. Welcome. In choosing to be part of this group, you have said yes to yourself. You've chosen to confront those limitations keeping you from achieving the life of your dreams. Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love, is a transformational belief coach. She's a psychic channeler, certified NLP, life coach, BQH, that is hypnotherapy, Akashic Records reader, public speaker, writer, and artist. She works with many modalities and has created her own, like this one, to help you let go of the limitations and achieve the transformation you desire, so you can anchor your emotions that you desire. Monica will be hosting a new session every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time, leading the group through a guided meditation and proceeding to work with people individually. So join Monica here in this free journey by joining this Zoom link. Well, what would you tell someone that is having the idea of creating a podcast or trying to discover what kind of coaching they want to do or healing they want to do? Because there are thousands of methods that it is impossible even to study all of them. It will take you a lifetime. And all of them, they take it to the same place. But when the people, I, I have many clients that they do want to start helping others and they do want to start um, a healing career or a coaching career. And they don't know which one they can study that is the more beneficial for them. And that's not my, my area. My area is different. Yeah. But if they come with you, how would you tell them? They tell you, I just want to start coaching or I want to start healing. Yeah. So I would say that you don't need to look for anything outside of the experience you've already had. If you're looking for a modality that's going to make sense of everything you've done, then you're reaching for something that it, you're trying to fit what you do into a box that somebody else has created. So your experience up until now has given you the practical, real life experience to draw from to support the people in your world. The majority of people that we work with are hosting a show, providing coaching to people that are three or four steps behind where they're currently at now. So any obstacle that you've already overcome, you gained a valuable skill set overcoming that obstacle. 
you now have that journey or that plan to help others overcome that same obstacle. What I find happens is a lot of people that come to us for, with a show idea is because they're an expert on a particular topic and they want to share their expertise of that topic. But what happens is you can only describe your expertise in so many ways before you figure, I can't tell them this same thing again. <laughs> I've already shared this information. How else can I explain my expertise? And that's when people start to fade and, and not enjoy creating the content anymore. What we recommend as an alternative is rather than being the expert, be the most curious person in the room, be the lead investigator. So if you want to know what your approach to coaching is, it's what do you research on your own private time? What is your obsession? If you're in a space where you have free time, you can do whatever you want. Are you looking up a new meditation? Are you researching the Akashic Records? Uh, are you looking at um, channeling? What is that piece that you are most curious about? Because that's where your curiosity is drawing you towards. As you learn more about that, you're sharing what you're learning with the people that are there following you. So they're just a few steps behind. You're out there learning and growing so that they can come learn and grow with you. So basically, their passion. Just follow your passion. You know, I, I grew up with parents that said, do what you love and the money will follow. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, how that can convert to a career. And it's not a hobby. What is the difference? Many people have told me, oh, what is your hobby that you do? Like I convert all my hobbies in business. So I do not have hobbies, not even making soaps when I do soaps. Yeah. But um, how would you differentiate the hobby? from a career. So you and I talked about this earlier this week is um, personally, I made a decision that I wasn't going to wait until a certain age to retire from work. I was going to start living my retirement lifestyle now. And what that means for me is that I do work that I would consider my hobby, something that I would do in my free time for joy. But I found a way that I can get paid and live the lifestyle I want by doing that. Now, what's the difference between hobby and, and work? Well, I'll go back to after working in the artist management space, I transitioned into employment counseling. So I would support individuals who are unemployed, on income assistance, unable to find work. I would help them transition into employment. Now, going to find a job is usually driven by the financial needs. But the piece that I enjoyed the most of those conversations was the career exploration, because that was about exploring what is my curiosity? What are my passions? What are my interests? What is a job that I can do that's related to those different facets? And from that, I've really grown into coaching entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurs are the ones who have gone from that needing an employer to pay me to do something that I don't really like doing, to finding a way to attract clients to pay me to do the thing I love doing. So for me, hobby and work can be the exact same thing. Just like you said, if you find that thing that you really, really love doing, people will come to you, surround you, and they'll pay you to do more of it. Because energetically, we're going to be attracting them. Yeah. Yes. And that's why we use podcasting as a the vehicle for the work that we do. Because a lot of 
advertising or attracting clients is done through distraction tactics. So if you're scrolling on social media, you get a pop-up or you get a, you know, an ad. It's somebody like, hey, wait, stop, listen to this advertisement, or you need to hear this right now. I don't know about you, but those irritate me. <laughs> I don't yes. need to be distracted. I'm already distracted on social media. Don't distract me from being distracted. <laughs> so podcasting is more of an attraction tool. We're broadcasting our unique, authentic message. And my belief is that that will resonate with people that need to hear that message. So you're drawing the audience to you with your clear, authentic messaging. Hmm. That is so true. And that's, I put me to think a lot of things because yes, in a way it is podcasting has become that before many people have the concept that podcasting was to make some quick box in YouTube. And that was the idea because it was not too many um, that listened to podcasting. It was more YouTubes, mm. right? And it have changed. After the 2020, many things change. Right. And for and the community of podcasters just exploded. We just had one here in Puerto Vallarta. It was the nomads, what? The digital nomads? Digital nomads. Yeah. It was people from all over the world with podcasters. They were having a party here in Puerto Vallarta. And that's that created a change in the flow of the world, how it's gonna be, uh, how it's gonna be after 2020. Yeah. Where do you see it? going in five years the podcasting space yeah so i don't know about you but i grew up wanting to be a radio host <laughs> podcasting is unregulated radio everybody can have a station right in five years i believe what we'll see is businesses individuals solopreneurs entrepreneurs podcasting is a personal branding tool so there's so many options for support services, products, whatever it might be. The decision comes down to a personal preference of which product, which service do you like more? With podcasting, it's a very intimate setting. You're in somebody's ear listening to it, or you're driving your car and you're usually alone driving your car while you're listening to it. You're building the no like, and trust factor with your audience members because you're in their ears. You're having an intimate conversation with them. Like we don't recommend a podcast to say, Hey, you guys, we recommend podcasts to say, Hey, you, because there's one person on the other end listening to you. That builds intimacy that builds trust. And when people go to look for supports and services with all the options that are available to them, they're going to be attracted to the ones they know they like and they trust. That's either going to be a, big brand whose name they've seen everywhere, or it's going to be an individual who speaks and says things the way that they like to hear things spoken and said. They're going to be aligned with that messaging. Hmm. That is, uh, I can see that coming. It's going to create at the same time a different kind of currency or a need at the same time of the human beings that are going to have in, in that moment. Mm -hmm. When more people go into podcasting and everybody's now is going to be working the majority is going to be working at home mm -hmm. or from their studio space more than actually going to look for a job and become something and just I heard something very interesting that told me that the only people that were going to survive 
it was going to be the people that knows how to do something with their hands. And I thought it was very interesting commentary that uh, someone did that to me yesterday. Because okay, we're as podcasters, we don't use our hands much except for typing the name or typing some things that were is not exactly to grabbing a hammer or a shovel. So how do you see that difference where it can take the new generations that are coming behind us mm-hmm. to create a new world? Because I believe the new generations that are behind us, like our kids, yeah. they're going to be more into computers and more into technology and so forth. Do you think it will be important to them to teach them how to use their hands in, with tools like a shovel, like hammer, or learning how to fix air conditioning? Like the comment I received yesterday. Goodness. Um, loaded question. And for anybody who's only listening on the audio, I definitely use my hands a lot so far in this conversation because <laughs> I'm speaking with my hands very emphatically. Now, for the generation coming behind us, I believe that they come in with a lot of knowledge that we didn't have growing up. They are already far advanced from us. As far as the skill sets required, absolutely. There's still the physical needs. Um, There's the builders, there's the engineers, there's the creators that need to create those physical spaces. But I think the expansion and the growth that they're bringing with them is going to be driven through voice. And it's going to be driven through that unique individual expression. You mentioned the, the reset of COVID for the last couple of years. And one of the things that I've recognized is as people, maybe I didn't recognize it before, but as people are reemerging, it's like they've found a uniqueness of themselves. People are dressing a little more um, expressively. There's a little more um, uniqueness in people's self-expression that I think is helping them find their, their tribes. It's helping them find their people that are of the same mindset, of the same hopes, of the same goals. And the beauty of the podcasting is that when you're broadcasting that, it's a way of finding those people that are all into that same direction because your show is aligned with your purpose and your mission and you can find other shows of your interest. If people are looking for something, they're going to look for somebody who is on a specific topic. So If you're a generalist and you're sharing a little bit about everything, you're not going to attract anybody because nobody's looking for general information. People are more looking for what is that specific particular insight that I'm looking for. So the more particular you are on your topic, the more likely you're going to attract the people that are looking for what you offer. Yes, because first of all, how are you going to search it in Google? I am good for everything. That sounds good. But just not searchable. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. So, yeah. A jack of all trades or a master of none. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a, a last words that you would like to say about finding your genius that you can help them find their genius? So I read a quote that uh, has sort of inspired me to this work that we do. And it is that our mission in life or the purpose I believe our purpose in life is to feel joy and joy is what you feel in the pursuit of your potential. So the idea is come up with an, of what it is that you deem as your ultimate life. What is the best version of your life? And then you have to realize it's not wrong that you're not there yet. 
the journey from where you are to being at that unique expression of yourself, discovering that and growing into that is the most exciting part. If you share that experience of that journey with an audience, you are completely open and you are broadcasting at a level that is going to attract those that will help you grow and get there even faster. Just enjoy the journey while you're doing it or else you're not going to see actually what is positive or what is going to come for you if you don't enjoy the process. The more you enjoy the process, the faster you evolve through that process. Yes. Yeah. And let yourself guide. Absolutely. Yes. So thank you everybody for listening. And is this podcast help you, please write me a review. I will appreciate that very much. Share it and like it. Subscribe. Thank you so much. This is Monica Ramirez, Warrior of Love. Thank you for being in Soul Talk. Thank you for joining me today. I would love to share with you my transformational system, Path to the Heart, that I created just for you. Head over to monicaramirezwarrioroflove.com and you will find free resources. In there, you can download a masterclass in how to stop being people pleaser and meditations to get you started.